Hello everyone, it's a beautiful day. Welcome to our podcast. Today I'm here to share about my story, my journey raising my kids with this beautiful wife of mine over here. It's been it's been a what? Two babies later has been a roller coaster ride and I believe when given wapoinje you've never had this side of the story where a man has to actually tell this his side of the story. Women are not known to be as vocal as that but I'm here to discuss this with you. I'm here to share my experience with you as a dad out there. I don't know whether you've passed what I've passed through but trust me it's been exciting. It's been a it's been a it's been an exciting journey and I just hope you you can enjoy our experiences and you your feedback as well so after that dramatic introduction um the reality is very few men share their experience with uh pregnancy and birth and uh, my partner was so kind to just be part of this conversation whereby he talks about pregnancy and birth through a man's eyes so we're just going to explore that and see where that takes you so welcome to this channel So babe, did you always know that you will always or rather you'd rather always want to be a father? Uh Yeah, I think in every man's life it comes a time when the games have, have to stop. It comes a time when you have to decide who do you build with, who do you settle with? How many kids do you want to have? It lingers in every man's mind because basically that's how we are wired so for me i knew i will get kids and for me uh and i start corrected the, the more the merrier i i thought the more the kids i have the more the happiness i get so okay okay just on that um how many kids do you plan to have uh will there be a conversation after this probably Five. Okay, we are at two, and from where I stand, that is not gonna increase. But that is a conversation for another day. Perhaps you guys can tell us: Do you guys agree on the number of babies that you guys can have? Because two babies have had such an impact on my life, on our lives. I don't know if I have the capacity to develop anymore. But that, besides all that, um, what was your reaction to hearing that you would be a dad the first time and the second time? Uh, of course it's scary. Let me first start by saying that I was never a fan of kids. So let me start by saying um I never actually really thought that I would it would come a time when I'd love kids so much, but trust me when it's your own kid you will love it. And when it came to me, I think I'm hooked. I cannot imagine a day without these kids. They are just marvelous. I think they my my life turned around. So I, I I I trust that every man out there feels the same, and it's so sorry to hear of all those sad stories about men abandoning their kids or men just being brutal to their kids or people raping kids or people doing very bad things to their kids. It is unimaginable. So for me, I think kids uh, give give life a whole new perspective, and they 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 give a whole new dimension to the purpose of life. 
so what was your journey like uh your pregnancy journey like what were your most the, the most exciting moments for you uh doing the long version or the short version the condensed version please the co- okay so personally i have two journeys to speak of of course we have our first born alvin uh, born in 2017 and we have uh, our second born terian born this year last year sorry last year 2019 ah uh, corona yeah so um it's been unique for each one because i remember the journey with alvin was very let me call it dramatic traumatic <laughs> it was crazy i mean it was the first time um my dad would laugh at me but he'd tell me i understand it's your first child I understand what you mean when you say you don't understand women anymore. <laughs> I thought my wife had turned into a creature I could not fathom right left and center because here we were. I remember one time we were driving down the road and I just got to drive at a normal speed of what? 100 is normal speed, right? Along the southern bypass. And my wife just started crying. Oh, you want to kill us? You want to kill our you kid? You were trying to kill us, man. Oh, you don't want this kid to be born. I see what you're trying to do. <laughs> and I cried uncontrollably. And we were just alone. a very alone. long time. We were just alone on our lane of the road. And I, if that is what you call normal, I don't know. That is what I had to deal with. And every word I spoke, I had to filter it just not to trigger nerves of this woman here. Hormones. Hormones. Because... Trust you me I could say something and it could just spiral out of control so I had to keep everything in check I had to keep affirming her I had to keep encouraging her of course even her she was scared because it was the first time everybody was just concerned the mother from both sides the friends uh, it was it was simply a nerve-wracking experience but uh in all all in all uh, the support system was real both from our places of work our mentors guys came real real handy to support us to encourage us to just you know give us their experiences as well and and encourage us and within no time cuz um 9 months is a really short time and we were just wishing for it to be over <laughs> we just wanted to have this baby in our arms and i remember uh <laughs> the hospital experience is a is a story for another day yeah but uh, but, but what, what was your most like what were some of the most exciting moments during the pregnancy journey before even the birth um <laughs> first off um the people would have never imagined me having a baby you know those friends who hang around you, you the people we call your boys Uh, first of they they are so possessive of you so they don't expect you that you'll ever leave their clique so once once you leave their clique and you're not having to go home earlier having to buy pampas you're having to buy colic colic come colic come you're having to buy all these things um uh, for them they wouldn't have, mostly those who didn't have kids but um one of the most beautiful moments i had during that time was you know this time this time we went for a photo shoot in Karura forest. Yeah. And I think that was amazing because that pouring of uh joy from our friends, from our peers, from our places of work was just was just so amazing. It was it was so calming and to think of it as you know, you having gone through this traumatic experience and people are all over you with congratulatory messages, oh, happy for you and you know, that felt really amazing. And and, and then there was uh, you just feeling the baby's kicks. 
Oh yeah, and our baby loved reggae music. Yeah, he used to play reggae music. I used to play child. reggae music the child <laughs> in the stomach and he would kick and kick and kick. Yeah. Uh yeah. But right now he turns out not to be a music fan anymore. He is not. Gosh. He, he gets irritated by dance. How does that? So aside from the exciting moments during the pregnancy, what were your scariest moments uh during this pregnancy? Of both, course, both of course, with pregnancy comes pain, mm. and pain is not good for anyone. Nobody loves pain, mm. so my wife here would coil and curl and cry, and and then we were okay during the day on the street in the supermarket. We looked like a cool couple about to get a kid, but during the night, that is a story I have to tell all men out there. That is just you and her. It's only you who will know. Hey, turn me over. She cannot turn an inch. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> my belly hurts. Hey, I need to move. And I, I, I cannot reach. I cannot see my food. I cannot see my legs. I'm fat. I cannot. She's in the shower. I cannot. I cannot reach the soap. I cannot. What? It was. <laughs> yeah, you, you. But it was amazing because again, you, you, you realize we were a team, and she was also very supportive. She understood what I was going through. I could have easily been stressed and depressed, but. The journey was it was bittersweet. That that is what I would call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and as a provider, what were some of the things that were running through your head, and also as a father to be? Uh, for the first time, uh, dads, I think we tend to overdo it at times because the way we are wired is that uh, you think the baby is will come will consume so much. You think the baby will come. You want to over. You want to you want to buy things in the excess in the excesses. Mm. You want to buy more pampers. You want to buy more clothing. You want to buy more food. You want to stock up. It's like the world is coming to an end. Then you realize. It's just a kid, hmm. and most of the time he he'll actually be suckling his mom, mother's boob. So is it for you to say? I don't. I don't have a boob to suckle on. Useless so. nipples. Really, <laughs> we agreed. They're useful. <laughs> so, yeah, they you you tend to exaggerate on most of these things because I can tell you with the second baby. You you're not that uptight about yeah. the supplies. You're, you're not that relaxed. uptight. You're more relaxed, and you're not scared about the little the little things about, you know. Yeah, the labor would never stop scaring you, but the little things about pampers and you know consumables, that is a conversation that you ease on with time, mm-hmm. and you it, 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 you get used to it, and actually you even become a <laughs> mentor to other people getting kids for the first time. Yeah. So, so I believe what was the question. <laughs> <laughs> it was your experience. And as a father, do you have any fears about the impact you would have on your child? Not just as a provider, but as a role model and in terms of the lessons you would teach them? Of course. Uh, when I say my life turned around, that is one as- big, huge aspect that, you know, you know now um, uh, you, you, the, your future your aspirations, your expectations, you change. Because now you've gotten a new dependent. This is a small creature that is going to depend on you on everything, from Mm. food, from personality traits, from life skills. So you have to change and start behaving like what you want your child to to get. Because trust you me, a bulk of what your child will become is not based on what you're going to tell your kid. It is based on how you're going to behave, what they're going to see you doing. Are you going to be available for them? Are you going to be, you know, be there, have fun with them, play with them, you know, teach them how to walk, talk, and do all that. So Mm. I can tell you for a fact, and nobody has it right. There's no manual out there just explaining that this is the, 
this is the true north there's no true north in 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 raising kids because personalities come out different terian is the opposite of alvin almost all aspects mm-hmm. so it's up to you to a parent to understand your kid and you can only understand your kid when you spend time with them when you when you invest your time in the, you, when you when you when you, you when you're genuinely interested in you know uh, being part of their lives that is the that is the only time you can have an impact on your kids yeah and then um how did pregnancy and and labor essentially impact your relationship with with me or essentially with your partner so to speak uh one word respect i respect women in 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 ways that nobody can tell because that experience of going through the labor ward especially when it's a cs a cesarean section you don't know the outcome <laughs> it you 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 it's it's a life and death situation you 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 get worried you don't know the outcome you you could lose both of them you could lose one you could everything could go wrong and then you hear these to- to- tales in the in the maternity wards you hear of parents who have lost their young ones you hear of those shocking stories you cannot help thinking that it's going to happen to you so first and foremost i'd say uh, what helped re- me really was being part of also the clinics uh talking to the doctors you know trying as much as possible to also research and find out uh different scenarios and how they impact on women but i can tell you uh it is a harrowing experience as much as it is a harrowing experience also for the women even for the men i remember i remember my ulcers acting up when 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 teriano was almost being born because um she was not well positioned in the womb yeah. i remember the pain uh, she exerted on on you when 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 we found out that um one uh, she was actually pressing her legs on the wrong side of the womb and yeah. and, and, and I was and I was on bed rest for over for a month over a month yeah. and 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 being in the hospitality industry I do not have the luxury of being at home all the time so you do not have peace of mind and that messes you up that stresses you up you are at work but you are not at work oh babe you didn't tell me this <laughs> this is for the benefit of the listener <laughs> okay carry on <laughs> so um i believe um when all these things are happening inside the mind of a man and then remember men are not as open i don't think i don't know but for me i could not find people to you know just you know just tell my story to have you mm-hmm. know the shoulder to cry on and stuff because at the end of the day the nature of my work requires that i lead mm. i stand in front but i would say i'll not uh, i would not say that I was entirely abandoned because um of course i have I have mentors most of my friends are elderly men above the age of 50 plus they would always tell me eh giving birth kuza ni kitu inafanyikia kila kitu kila mnyama mpaka wanyama wa msitu everything and you know she'll pull through <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like I've been reduced to an animal. I have to ask, do you, do you wish that perhaps you had a support groups a support group for fellow fathers uh going through the same thing? Um I don't know how this will be perceived, but no. Mm-hmm. I'd say that every birth experience is unique. Mm-hmm. 
there's no one way there's no one reaction my reaction during alvin's time is not in any way related to my reaction during terian's time okay. <coughs> so um uh all this time uh, i would not say that a help group would have helped me mm-hmm. in any way because i don't know i don't know how what i would have achieved through it because all the challenges i got during both pregnancies i have found coping mechanisms and remember your partner's support or lack of also determines your state of mind so i found a lot of support in you mm-hmm. that enabled me to also have the strength and courage if you do, if you do not have that strength i think i would also ha- not have that strength mm-hmm. but what really encouraged me is knowing oh my wife is a strong woman she's going to pull through this one she's as much as tr- uh she's um uh in pain and all she's also trying as much as possible to be strong for everyone so that also went a long way to you know just give me peace of mind and i have to ask uh as with many pregnancies there are cravings what was the most ridiculous pregnancy craving that demand that was placed on you during either of those two pregnancies can i remember there were many um What was that that you craved all the time pumpkin no prawns prawns <laughs> jesus and kachumbari the whole kingdom of prawns you ate it and kachumbari you you loved spicy stuff yes um but i put a lot of pressure on you to bring me prawns oh yeah all yeah. the damn time so mm-hmm. yeah and the company i worked for was kind enough to understand hey it's not his It's his wife so <laughs> it's okay you understand yeah. yeah this is a side note and just for vanity's purposes do you think i was problematic during my pregnancy without fear or favor <laughs> yes you have two kids okay um so you've you've talked about the labor experience uh, you've touched on it and and how you're feeling about it what was that feeling of holding your baby in your arms as a father disclaimer um i i, I first held the wrong baby in my arms you did yeah in the nursery you didn't tell me i told you later no you didn't i didn't no so the nurses came and asked me hey Matthew hey you're the proud father of a baby bouncing baby boy uh-huh. and in the nursery there were two kids uh-huh. there so uh-huh. the nurse was cheeky so Matthew choose your kid uh-huh. <laughs> you chose the wrong kid <laughs> i chose the wrong kid shame shame <laughs> you didn't tell me this i i thought the kid was hey the kid alvin was too cute i thought no am i this cute for no this oh, go to hell he was so, he was so cute the, the remember, nurses were the has him. a lot to play in this but he looked like a mzungu mm-hmm. there's no way i thought no this is a pointy kid mm-hmm. this is not my kid so <laughs> when i was looking at at him mm-hmm. i was like if i pick this one then it's not this one i'll be disappointed mm-hmm. so into the next one although i could tell that nose is too close to the forehead mm-hmm. you know really you're dissing someone else's no child. no no i'm just saying in our lineage our nose tends to you know below point to 6 pm <laughs> you understand so so i just for the benefit of doubt i just said no 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 <clears throat> i just wanted to make the safe decision so mm-hmm. is this one no 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 so matthew shame mm-hmm. your kid is this one mm-hmm. 
then we put a tag on him then i carried him then was, eh, no don't don't put him into so much cold because when that in that nursery now it, yeah. it had a preset temperature so i had to put him back we took photos i was dumbfounded i was i could not even speak i could not i my mouth was so cold I was like, is this really my child? And then you had rushed from work. I had rushed from work. I needed to get back to work. And it was a, it was a, I had so many, I was, I had, I was feelings. actually surprised because <clears throat> you had left me in labor mm-hmm. and then I had to be rushed to the theater, but I already knew you were not there, but I had my mom and my brother there. Yeah. So I wasn't too worried. And yeah. then imagine my surprise when I came from the theater and found you holding our baby. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. I believe that is the most profound moment mm. in my life. Yeah, mm-hmm. because um, you're looking at a, a tiny human being that you made out of love, yeah. and there are no words to explain that. I don't think there are any words to explain how you'd feel. You it takes years to even to this day. Other times you just stare at that boy like that, uh, even when he's troublesome or anything, and you're like, wow. And when he's sick. I made Feel it. yes, yeah, and you're like wow. And this. for for Terian, how was it? It was, I, I I'd say we were better prepared for yeah, Terian. We definitely. had done better research. We we went to a better hospital. We got better a better deal in terms of uh, the whole pregnancy and birth Services, process. Yeah. And the customer service was amazing. Mm-hmm. But the guys, Kijabe Hospital, any day, yeah. any day. Yeah. Um, so. For her, it was rather easy. Again, I had taken days off. I saw this coming. You prepped. We prepped for it, mm-hmm. both emotionally. And there were so many of us. My mom came, your mom came, my mm-hmm. sisters were there, my brother, my everybody was there. Yeah. So we were happy. It was almost a sure thing. And it was a sure thing because we were, when the baby came, there was no choosing this time. She was alone in the nursery. So I got her got right. right. Spot on. <laughs> <laughs> and she looked exactly like her brother. What do you mean? Like she looked exactly like Oh her. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It was so hard to miss oh, her. Absolutely. Yeah, they yeah. especially I remember the photo we did just juxtaposing the two, one wearing mm-hmm. the same clothing. Yeah. The same clothes Alvin used to wear when he was about what? A few weeks old. Yeah. And they looked so alike. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So it was a very definitive moment in your life oh yeah so um now that we've gone through the journey what advice do you have for will be dads or new dads or even even existing dads um don't pussyfoot too long just get get it done there's no what is done what I, is get it? if you're planning to hey is it this year is it next year is it next year but one you you can never be prepared for you a baby. You can never be prepared. Same. Actually, you can never be prepared for other times. Were you even prepared for Alvin to begin with? I don't think no, so. Right. Just woke up puking all over. And <laughs> Go to hell. We knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I sent you. I sent you uh, what a, a photo of the pregnancy test. Yeah. After we had struggled for a very long yeah, time, I'm telling wondering you, what was the, happening. I'm telling you, the mini heart attacks I've had in this life. <laughs> oh hell. Sure. Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So and to expecting dads. Uh, try and try and look for a working formula, especially 
fine you will find a lot of support out here but people are just going to tell you about their their unique experiences mm. and they can never be the same i cannot come and tell you that it's going to be like this it's going to be like that probably your baby will come hanging from the umbilical cord like mine <clears throat> you never know mm. probably your baby will come normally with no stress at all I had my cousin there that they going to Kijabe the same day they went, the same day they delivered. In they, 20 minutes. Yeah, in 20 minutes they were, they were discharged the next day. The other people were going to go on labor for what? 18 hours straight and still have problematic um, childbirth. So it's never the same. I, I believe it's, it is based on the anatomy and, on, and how, how the bodies, the bodies, they're different. How you, the genes and all, and all that, they're different. So there's no one thing that I can tell you that it's going to be this way or it's going to there's, there's no true north in this story so mm. it's going to be unique all you need to do be strong be there be there very important be there and also plan ahead just have some money save save up some money sometimes these insurance companies can just disappoint you last minute when you need them have some money as backup mm-hmm. so that you know you are ready for any eventuality and um uh be supportive i mean be there well, and 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 do not let all, all those you know you 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 might get you know with with women i think it's difficult uh, it's different because i with 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 terian uh you are a lot less hormonal as compared to alvin so um there's going this is war <laughs> but don't take anything to heart uh don't take anything to heart just you know um just rise above it rise above the emotions mm. rise above the hormonal imbalances and all that rise above um sometimes you, you will see blood it gets as messy as that but yeah. just know those are the things that reaffirm your love for your spouse if you cannot stand that you need to make a conscious decision okay. you need to decide and then and then just just to wrap this up um many women feel that their body changes, uh, especially with pregnancy and giving birth and, and breastfeeding. Um, so what is your take as a man in terms of just um, the women who've given birth to kids? Uh, I believe your woman, your woman is who you want to make her to be. Um, and of course, you do not expect her to come out looking, you know, like a model when she's coming from the labor ward, there's going to be, um, for some it's mild, for others it's like a complete transformation. So you you have to accept these changes. You have to love her the way she is. And if she's keen about getting her sexy back on, you have to be part of that process. You have to, you know, help her jog, which I don't, but you do it very well on your own, right? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, uh, be part of the transformation process, be part of her wardrobe change, be part of what she deems, because it also has to come from her. Do not impose things on her. If to try and show her that she's she looks like less of a woman, let the change come actually from her and support her every initiative. It's her body after all. You cannot, <laughs> she's not an object. She can, you cannot sculpt her into what you want her to become. But accept her for who she is. Look, she bore you a beautiful son, a beautiful daughter. What more are you asking for? So uh, be content, love her the way she is, love the kids. And trust me, you in no time, they bounce back. My wife bounced back 
<laughs> and she even bounced back and got bigger and Hey, 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 hey. What am I saying? So, so uh, this being a family show, <laughs> we're not going to get oh, into that. Is it? But uh, thank you guys <laughs> for your time. I am so excited to hear from the men out there. What is your feedback? What is your take on the pregnancy journey? Do let me know in, in the comments or leave me a voice note and we can have this discussion more. So thank you very much for your time. Until the next time. Thank you very, very much. Bye.